All right. Thank you guys for listening to everything in the podcast today. Um, you know, if there are any like things that don't sound right, awkward transitions, things like that, just uh, let me know. Again, new to this, want it to be good, want it to be fun. So any recommendations, I'm open to hearing. I'm not acting like I'm a podcast pro. I'm just doing this because I find it to be fun. And I hope that I am providing some sort of value to everybody here. Um, so to close things out again, Superman zipline, four wheeling and hiking top things to do on the peninsula of Papagayo that are not chilling on the beach, enjoying a mojito, reading a great book. That's obviously in there too. So, um, and again, thankful for the lanterns taking me along on an epic adventure. So shout out there, uh, things we got coming up, um, I got Travis Stewart coming on the podcast here at the end of September. He is, if you um, pull his name on Instagram is Trav Stew. So what he does, he is an illustrator and I'll give you a more detailed um, description, obviously, when he comes onto the podcast. But a lot of what he does is inspired by nature and you can see that in his work. So we're collaborating on a few things. Um and he's available for freelance, all that good stuff. Uh, TravisStewart.com is his website. And, you know, just epic stuff. And right now, his Instagram story, I'm pretty sure he is going, he said he's going to be headed to Zion and Bryce Canyon National Park. So I'm sure you can follow along with his um, journey. And I'm sure that we will be talking about that in some length when he's on the podcast here in a couple weeks. So looking forward to that. Um, we have some book reviews coming up. I got deep into Yellowstone, a year's immersion in grandeur and controversy by Rick Lampla, Lampla, L A M P L U G H. Um, he's also written. He was author of in the temple of wolves. So if you are familiar with that book, but I read it while I was in Yellowstone. It had a profound impact on how I was perceiving the park. So definitely want to give it its due. And it talks a lot about what we talked about with Elizabeth on the road at the beginning of the podcast and how we're interacting with nature, how to be respectful and things like that. So looking forward to that. I hope you guys will enjoy the book reviews. And then um, got to do a full on episode summer breakdown trip deal so kind of give you guys the lowdown on all the experiences this summer and hopefully i'll have some more concrete plans on what i'm doing after that um and again would love feedback on audio quality and all things about the podcast so i appreciate you guys for listening uh you can reach me at ethan at humbleadventures.blog is my email uh humbleadventures.blog the website underscore humble adventures instagram and then links to facebook twitter all that good stuff are on the website again love you guys appreciate you for listening we did break over 200 listeners so that's epic already more uh people than i thought possible so just going to keep getting better and better from here and appreciate everything hope you guys have a wonderful week
So again, I think those are important things uh, to do and while you're on the family vacation. Those are uh, important bonding moments. So now let's jump into the uh, exploring section of the podcast. So if you're looking for something fun and exciting to do in Costa Rica, here are my epic recommendations. Number one, zip lining. So we went to this place called Diamante, which was a wildlife park slash adventure park, and it was pretty epic. So they have a zip line called the Superman there, and basically you start on some you know lighter zip lines, and then they drive you up this giant steep hill that you feel like you're going to tip over backwards. And it really just adds to the anxiety about doing this like mile-long zipline down a mountain. So you get up there, you're at the Superman zipline, you've been watching people go the entire time. And this thing, they lay you down, strap you in, and you're basically in there for about 40, you're on the zipline for like 40 seconds. So Alyssa and I did it together. I was on the left, she was on the right. We start going, and you're just like going so fast, and you're so high up, like I was just blinded by water in my eyes, and I was screaming the whole time, but it was exciting, it was fun, it was awesome. So that would be one of my recommendations. The cost, I think, was like $40, $45, something like that, For because at the bottom there's... Basically, you zip line down to the zoo, and you had to pay for both those things, but worth the expense, in my opinion, if you're already in Costa Rica. So you do that, and then there are some lighter zip lines. They're like, there's like this free jumping thing off a of belay afterwards, so it was all very cool. One super creepy thing that happened while we were doing the zip line sequence was there was a... Um, vulture on the tree at the end of the Superman zipline. And I was like, this is just, what the hell, you know? How much creepier than that can you get? But, you know, it's no big deal. We let it go. Um, so, and then we got down to the zoo. The zoo was pretty awesome. You know, jaguars, crocodiles, caimans. A lot of tortoises and turtles, all the venomous snakes of Costa Rica. So that was a pretty epic time. And after we got done with the zoo, went to, or well, we went to the buffet, then back to the zoo, but Diamante also has an epic buffet, quite worth the price. All right, number two activity to recommend is four wheeling. There are a lot of four-wheeling companies down there, and I can't remember the one that we used exactly, but they also, they had four-wheeling and ziplining. But basically, the place wasn't, it was on the peninsula, it wasn't too far from uh, exclusive resorts, and we pulled up to the place, they put, the van picks you up, or and then the van takes you to the farm after you get like the safety talk, sign, pay, all that good stuff. Um, 
hop on the four wheelers, you know, there's like farm dogs, horses, there was a colt there and that was pretty damn adorable. But anywho, so we hop on the four wheelers and it's pretty awesome. You just four wheel around like the farmland and then down to the coast a ways. And it felt like we were out there for a couple hours. I can't remember exactly how long at this point. I will say I stayed pretty safe at the beginning, you know, feeling it out. I haven't done a lot of four-wheeling in my life. But I can sometimes be the adventurous type. So after we had hung out at the beach for a while, and that was a good time, um, it was pretty secluded. There was only some locals down there fishing, and their fishing rig was like, rope and then a water bottle is uh, the bob so did see some people being successful though so that was cool um so we hung out at the beach for a while i took some pictures on my handy dandy so sony cyber shot and but then uh got a little cloudy so we headed out but on the way up i will admit and Mom, I apologize for this, but I got I did get a little bit more reckless as I went up, but I also had a fantastic time on the way up. There was this one portion that it had like it had rained a lot, so that it was pretty muddy, but it was maybe two and a half, three feet of water, and I just like stopped and then floored it through it and flew on out of that um, ditch, and it was just hilariously perfect. And then Lucas, Alec, and I all got a little crazy. We fed off each other's testosterone there. Um, so that was a good time. Got covered in mud. All of our faces were just, like, caked in dirt. It was hilarious afterwards. But everyone had a great time. You can be as safe as you want. You can be semi-reckless you can't get like absolutely crazy you can't act like it's the x games out there or whatever but um especially for us a variety of how intense people want to make it that that makes for a pretty great activity and we got to see just the landscape the different landscapes we got to see was pretty awesome you get to see the farmland you get to go into the jungle and then you get to go down uh, to the coast and enjoy yourself and then do it all over again on the way back up. So definitely recommend. The last, my number three is if you, this is like very specific to Peninsula Papagayo because there is a trail system there, but it is the hiking in Costa Rica. So that was, a, that was a part of my workout almost every day was hitting the trail system along the peninsula and it was awesome. You know, up when, up through the thick forest, it's like they've built like bridges and stairs and things like that. And then down along the coast, it's just like the actual trail on like the mixture of sand and dirt that goes along there. Because um, I imagine it's probably better to let the plants grow and things like that on the steep hills and just build everything. But yeah, it was intense and it was hard sometimes running up that all that, I mean, 
It was killer because it was humid as hell in the jungle. I mean, it's just like everything is kicked in. I feel that sometimes when I go hiking in Missouri, you walk the place I hike most around here, Stocksdale Park. Like you go from the field to the forest and it's just like everything's just trapped in. And Costa Rica was no different, but it's fun running along and like little iguanas and things like that monkeys all that yeah the amount of wildlife you see is just epic obviously venomous snakes and i was on the lookout for that and cautious about that not being completely crazy again didn't run with headphones wouldn't recommend running in the jungle with headphones you know what if a jaguar comes up on you what are you gonna do you're listening to your favorite pocket maybe you're listening to this and i just caused your death damn i'm sorry but At least while you were listening, I recommended that. Okay, now we've digressed way too much. All right, so the hiking, really fun. Uh, At uh, the place that we hung out on the beach, and sorry for the stutter, I forgot the name again. So that's that's that. Um, The Prima something something. But anywho, so... Another hiking story real quick. Uh, we were down there and the place where we chilled on the beach was like 10 minutes from where we were sleeping, but it was still on the peninsula and still the same trail system connected. So uh, Alec, Alyssa's brother, and then Annette, Alyssa's mom, and I hiked up the section of the trail system there. Absolutely like beautiful view of the cove and everything it was epic and we also uh went exploring like along when it's low tide you can go walk along a lot of the rocks and check out all the pools over along the uh hills and mountains and things like that we found some caves and it it was pretty cool it was pretty cool and that did step on a sea urchin so that wasn't that fun but other than that great experience she's okay now it wasn't like a bad sea urchin i guess everyone said it was a good one or not poisonous but point of the story it i think it's really cool that area has that trail system and i i'm not familiar i didn't ask anybody how far it is how well connected it is but it was obvious to me in the different sections that i did do that it was somehow connected throughout the entire island the last day i woke up early because i was like i'm gonna do this one more time i went and worked out in the gym and then hit the trail one more time and you know peaceful epic loved it thankful for it and it was glorious so those are my top three recommendations for costa rica and that brings us to the end of the podcast and now i'm going to sum it up with a quick recap god i feel like that transition was just so bad story time man that was just you know Folks, I will get better and better at this every time, and I appreciate you listening. All right, story time. So, 
One of the places that I went to this summer that I haven't talked about yet is Costa Rica. And I am going to have some of the people that went with me to Costa Rica on the podcast talk about it in greater detail. But here today on this podcast, I'm going to tell you some good stories and then give you some recommendations on what I would do if I were to go there again or what I enjoyed the most. And if you're going there with your family or friends or whatever, I think would be a great use of your time. I'm not trying to tell you exactly what you should do. I'm just giving recommendations. I don't think that I'm that amazing. Okay. Caveat there. All right. So it was mid-June. I went with Alyssa's family, the great and powerful Lanters, to Costa Rica, and it was a phenomenal time. We left on, we went Wednesday to Wednesday. Fun tip, and this is coming from Tim Lanter himself, that if you go, if you can manage going Wednesday to Wednesday instead of weekend to weekend, flights are a lot cheaper. So, write that down. All right, so we leave. We, our destination was the Papagayo Peninsula, or Peninsula Papagayo, while you're there is how people kept saying it, uh, in Costa Rica. So, it was an absolutely beautiful place. We flew into Liberia. Um, we took Southwest all the way down there. Uh, I always love when, you know, you like get off and get onto the tarmac. I've only done that for Costa Rica and Alaska. So feels a little bit more unique. Uh, we walked across like the airfield and things like that. And it was pretty cool. The airport was pretty basic. I love a good decked out airport to hang out in. You know, I just, I like being stuck in that place between where I'm going and then work and stressful things that I'm leaving behind. So, but anyhow, that's kind of pointless. So we, uh, the rental car story. So you get to the airport, you go a little ways to get your rental car, like most places. And we, so Alyssa's dad, Tim had ordered an XL vehicle, which is like a suburban or an extended expedition here in the States. Like every time I go on vacation with my family and we do that, that's what we end up getting. In Costa Rica, that means um, something slightly smaller than a Toyota 4Runner. It had enough seats, but we had to have all of our luggage on our laps. And it was pretty comical. I mean, it was like a 45-minute drive and we are just like, let's suck it up instead of spending the extra money because it was like we weren't going to be it's not like every time we use the car, we were going to be like that. But I just love that. And, you know, Noah and I talked about this in the family or the traveling with family podcast. But it, and this happens when you any travels. I mean, just those like funny things that start off the trip that uh, seem like they're going to be a big obstacle. But because everybody loves each other, you know, we get through it pretty well. Uh there's like that common understanding. Okay, this is a situation where all seven of us are going to be so stressed out. So we're going to make light of it. And that's what we did. And it was pretty funny. And made for uh, a reason to break into the tequila when we got there a little bit earlier. 
button. So um, we got to the peninsula of Papagayo, and I think the Four Seasons like owns the entire area that we were in. But we were stay we stayed with a company called Exclusive Resorts. So here's my shout out to Exclusive Resorts. Um, Alyssa's family uses them every time they go on a vacation, and I've gone on several with them now. And Exclusive Resorts is always like epic in service. The houses are always great. This place here in Costa Rica, when we walked in, you know, it was just all marble, great view of uh, the ocean, the volcano in the background, surrounded by trees, monkeys, iguanas, beautiful birds all in those trees, dope infinity pool outside. It was just a great setup. And again, more importantly, the people that we interacted with every day were beautiful. They were just, um, and I mean that in like, they they were just like the nicest, most wonderful people, genuine. It was great. So shout out to Exclusive Resorts for always being like that, always experience that. So we got to the house that day and, you know, we've been traveling uh, for a while, but we still got there fairly early afternoon. So it was going to be a chill pool drinking day. And I won't say drinking like heavy drinking, like you have a few mojitos down by the pool and enjoy the ocean and things like that. So that's what we did. We went and got some food and explored down there. And this is when I first discovered the trail system that goes around the entire peninsula. And that got me pretty excited for the upcoming week. But um, so kind of the whole plan while we were there in Costa Rica was a nice balance, and this is how I think every family vacation should be, a nice balance between going and exploring a little bit and then going and chilling. So my top three recommendations are going to be about the exploring, but let me tell you a little bit about the relaxing part of the trip. So there was a and I forget the name of it now, and I could not find it so far, but um, I, I want to say it's called uh, Prima. Prima, yeah, that's it. Wow, look at me go. On the spot here, just remembering this. So Prima was the place uh, that we went most days to hang out by, or not every day, but when we were hanging out by the pool, that's where we would go to hang out by the pool and... Um, you know, just chill by the ocean, go swimming, go explore. And those people were amazing. Uh, Hater, he was there every day. He was awesome. Shout out, say hi to him if you ever happen to go to Costa Rica and go to this place. But, um, you know, that's where you're laying in the beds by the beach and just being able to read, enjoy the sun, things like that. Put your worries behind you. And that's how it went. But so I just wanted to highlight that you got to have that balance. Hello and welcome friends back to the Humble Adventures podcast. My name is Ethan Essig and I am your host today. 
So today is going to be the first random show. We'll see how long I can talk by myself, but I have uh, several topics that I want to go over. So some, you know, social things, some story time, and then just some random bits of information. So here we go. I am using a new Rode NT-USB microphone, so it uh, looks a little bit more professional, feels a little bit more professional, and I hope you guys find that it sounds more professional. So, that's the goal there. Alright, so we're going to kick this off with some updates. I did get to go and do little weekend warrior adventure over uh, Labor Day weekend, so hopefully a lot of you guys got to get out and do something as well. Did a float trip in southern Missouri, and I'm always wary of trips like that where a lot of people are around partying and things. I like to relax in nature or, you know, explore things like that, but we got pretty lucky, and um our campsite, we were like 50 yards away from everybody else, and the river was pretty uh, dead that weekend. It was mostly just fishermen and some families, so it was pretty cool. It was nice and relaxing. So next thing I wanted to bring up, and I apologize for any awkward transitions. You know, I'm just uh, still uh, figuring this one out, so, but... If you follow some travel Instagrammers, then you maybe have heard about Elizabeth on the road. And I'm talking about Elizabeth on the road right now because she has started what I would consider to be a pretty important movement. So she she points out all the time when you got the... Uh, explore hypocrites on Instagram breaking the rules basically for a cool photo that I don't know if there is something that pisses me off more and when I'm out when I'm like in a national park or something like that than someone who just blatantly goes off trail or is just ignoring all the rules walking right up to a buffalo whatever because a lot of the times it ends up hurting yourself, other people, or the creatures that call that park home, right? And a lot of the time it's unintentional. I mean, I, when we were in Grand Teton National Park this last time, I didn't see a sign that said have to stay on. Like Normally when you get up to a mountain lake, like then you can go like pick a spot to lay down or something like that. I didn't see a trail sign that said, you can't even do that. Noah did, pointed it out. I corrected. I wasn't like, you know, fuck the rules. I'm special. I'm just going to go do whatever because I think that's okay. So her her Instagram stories are pretty funny when she's pointing these things out. I mean, she's called out like DJI, <laughs> DJI Global, the drone company. Uh, and then just a bunch of other Instagrammers, and they get super butthurt whenever um, she points it out, uh, messaging her to ask her to stop and things like that. But 
you know, I think there's probably a bigger list of supporters out there. So I encourage you guys to go check out her page and sign the petition for Facebook and Instagram to do like they take that basically taking down photos that they find or that are breaking the law. So or because of what it's encouraging, it's encouraging people to do stupid things to get a cool photo for the social media rather than respecting the environment that they're in and all those things. So it's the link is in the description on her Instagram. Her Instagram is Elizabeth on the road. Her real name is Elizabeth Brentano. So shout out to her for everything that she's doing. And I hope that you guys go sign up and support that. And more importantly, when you're out in a national park, forest area, where whatever natural part or whatever place in nature where there are rules for preservation, don't be afraid to call that person out or politely point that out. So highly encourage that. It's not a big deal. Maybe it, uh, I guarantee most of the time it's a situation like myself where I was focused on the beautiful lake and missed the tiny sign on the trail. And obviously I wouldn't want to do that. I, that That is it most of the time. People just getting overly excited and um, making that kind of decision. So uh, always approach it with kindness and understanding first off. But if they're being a dick, then, you know, save the planet and tell them to fuck off. Sorry, explicit language on this podcast now. I apologize. Okay. So, next thing on the podcast is I would love if you guys could send me, you know, maybe a list of potential guests, people to talk to. And I'm not looking for famous people or anything like that. I'm just looking for the weekend warriors out there, the people who want to share a story, interesting people to talk to. And I think most people are probably, most people are interesting. So please, even if you yourself want to come onto the podcast, just reach out to me uh, through the website and which is linked in all my social media and things like that. And uh, we can get that done. Um, all right, now for awkward transition number three. What I have coming up travel-wise for the rest of the year. So it's coming into fall and winter, which are my favorite times to get outside, especially after a scorching summer here in Missouri where it felt like every day was 95, and I absolutely hated it. So... If there are any suggestions for places, new places for me to go or anything like that, I would appreciate it. In two weeks, I am going to White Cloud, Nebraska. Uh, Alyssa for her uh, yearly powwow. So that'll be fun. I'm going to go explore a state park called Indian Caves. And I hear it's absolutely amazing. So I'm pretty excited to go get some sunrise photos there. Sorry, it's early in the morning, so I'm going to be drinking coffee, and I don't know how well this microphone is going to pick it up. So we're going to go there. 
last year when we were at the powwow, it was, uh, I took probably what I would consider to be like one of my top five photos of all time. And it is still on my website if you want to go check it out. But it was just all the uh, tribal leaders just lined up and looking at the, uh, or doing the Pledge of Allegiance. It was just pretty cool. So Indian Caves is coming up. Pretty excited about that. And then I'm going to the Food and Wine Festival in Disney World, which is going to be pretty legit in October. I know that's not, um, I realize I'm not climbing up a mountain that weekend, but hey, some overly priced wine and magic of Disney. I cannot ask for anything else. One of my favorite. If it's not the mountains, then that's my favorite place to be. So. I got that, and then I'm still looking for things to do, tour some weekend stuff from end of October through December, and then looking to have the uh, art, the uh, gallery, so basically displaying my photos at an event here in KC and in Colorado in November, and then maybe uh, the first quarter of 2019, so. If you have any suggestions on venues or anything like that, it would be greatly appreciated. All right. So that was the update segment. I hope you guys found the information valuable. And now we're going to transition into story time. Mm -hmm.